0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Marvel's Announce of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 3. It's called Fear and Loathing on the Planet of Kitson. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Right, first things first. Uh huh. Still no deek. Still no Deke, no. No lemons. The, the Lemonator has not graced us with his presence yet. I'm, I'm having real problems with this season. Because Deke's not around. <laughs> I'm right. I mean, he's listening as a regular, which I think means that theoretically he has to be in more than half the episodes, which means that presumably once he shows up, he'll be here for the rest of the season.
1: It's not good enough.
0: As my guess. I actually have a suspicion as to how we're going to get to him, actually. Oh? I'll save it. I'll save it when I get to that scene. But Okay. I have a suspicion. Uh, so... They've done a good job this season so far of kind of like picking the two plotters to what to follow, and this episode kind of did the same thing, where this time though we had really none of their stuff outside of the 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 you know post credit scene, right? Yeah. It was all, okay, so you got the Fitz and Enoch, which we got last episode, and we have the the, the Simmons guy team, which we had episode one, and we follow their, their two plots, which are a bit more closely connected this time, obviously, where, where yeah. they eventually meet up, but... Uh, I kind of liked that. I was like, okay, right. so we, okay, we got this pair of plots to deal with, and it's all in space, and uh, basically some bandits, or are... I don't know what you call them, the dudes who basically steal their ship at the start, <laughs> that's an Enoch. Like, no, we're that's, the,
1: that's the crew that they, they rescued, right? Oh, no, I
0: don't think so. I think the crew had left already. I think these were two who came on with the with merchandise that the thing was supposed okay. to be picking up. See,
1: so I, I got the impression it was more the crew and going, you know, kind of, we appreciate what you did, but n- no.
0: No, the way they said it, it was more like they heard what they did, as opposed to okay. uh, they were there to actually witness it. At least that's the way I read it, but um, yeah, so, so they basically give them, because they try to sell the ship to them, um, which which is another reason why I don't think it's the crew. It'd be weird for them to sell the ship the ship to that's the crew, yeah. uh, but they they basically hold them up at gunpoint. But they do give Fitz this gambling ship. So And the planet they're on, this this Kitson uh, is basically a shithole it's, that has it's, it's even shittier Vegas. Yes, it's, it's it's got casinos and it's got it's got brothels. That is that's what's on this planet. Uh, so Enoch's like, well. Let's go. The, let's go. The, let's go to the casinos then, because he thinks he'll do quite well. We can turn this chip. He,
1: he also thinks he'll do quite well in the brothel.
0: Well, he does. Yes, there's, there's a there's a joke later on after Enoch loses. <laughs> damn cat! Oh, I wish
1: you'd lose the damn cat, yeah.
0: Where Enoch, um, he's doing very well because he's counting cards, and despite the fact that they've got sensors for for synthetics, he's so well built. <laughs> the chronicron is that he gets he passes anyway. as
1: human yeah
0: he passes as, as a uh, i don't even know if it's human per se if it's no just... i think it is
1: i think he specifically says human is okay. designed to be sent to earth
0: i was just going to say he passes for organic but yeah i mean if it's specifically human it's specifically human but the you know he's doing he's doing very well until it comes down to bluffing in a game of what's essentially space poker and the biker did tricks him and takes all of his because because he just keeps putting everything in he doesn't, he doesn't like do you know conservative no,
1: no bids. the biker's like hey you know I'm not feeling I have a, a, a little concern about the rules of this game like once once you pack because you know space biker passes and Enoch's knocks like all right all in and the biker's like do you know what I changed my mind let's go all in I'm like hey, hang on a second. Once you made your call you made the call so surely did
0: he made the did he actually make the call though i I'd have to watch the scene again to confirm this, but in my head he just kind of bluffed he didn't actually say that he was definitely passing he mm. just made a comment about it being too rich for his blood but he didn't it wasn't like his turn to pass yet
1: mm, maybe but it was the fact that he then like oh I've changed my mind i i I am all in rather than just yeah, just all in yeah but i I didn't
0: take it as he'd actually made the call yet he didn't actually it wasn't his turn he was it was more just uh, maybe preemptively doing that it was, it was it's like you're contemplating something and going no i've changed my mind i'm just going to do it you know, like uh, maybe
1: maybe
0: before yeah. the deadline um so then he knocks like yeah well we're both young and healthy we, we could do quite well on the brothels if Fitz is like no <laughs> yeah,
1: he's, he's having none of it
0: <laughs> that's not an option the brothels are not an option. Um. So, they got a the higher stakes thing, but along the way, there's kind of this, um, like, Enoch kind of reveals that he's, he's essentially having fun in their adventures, and he, he considers Fitz his best friend, and Fitz just kind of goes along with it, but he's kind of bluffing as well, yeah. uh, which Enoch kind of puts two and two together when Fitz has to explain what the, how the bluffing works, and how the guy cheated him out of all the, all the money, mm-hmm. and... This this boils over to some great stuff later on, because Fizz gets put into this game where the stakes are that if you lose, the people running the game will basically own you as a slave, and unless you hit a specific number in which case, you'll just get killed. (laughs) I think it was 14. 14, yes. And he, Enoch's kind of cheating again, he's counting the cards, he's telling them what to do, using a high-frequency pitch that only humans can hear. Uh, but eventually, Enoch collapses over, and this is because there's a there's a an assassin from Coracon. Sorry,
1: it's like an Uber sensor because you know all the all, everyone else recognizes. Oh, hang on, this guy's a synthetic pretty, as soon as it happens. So it kind sure. of alerts them all.
0: Where, where does Uber sensor come from? What, what what's that well, phrase? Well,
1: in, in in the sense of uh, you know, in context of the scene, it to to everyone there, it's like, oh, hang on, synthetic. You know, as opposed to you know, their 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 regular sensors all, all missed it, and then oh shit, oh we missed this.
0: Um, why are you calling that a sensor though? Because the the other chronocron actually actively shuts them down. That's the whole point.
1: Well, yeah, I know, but it's it's even before he's actually finished being shut down. Uh, they they kind of clock onto it,
0: so yeah, it feels but... like
1: if they they it feels like it's a sensor to them. More of a what's the right word?
0: But, but uh, the the purpose of what he's doing has got nothing to do with well, telling no, them doesn't. what he is. he's just, he's just no. shutting them down so that he can it, get he to is, fits. Yeah. 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 Um, that was the weirdest way you could have possibly described that scene. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> huh? It was one simple sentence. The bad guy shuts them down.
1: Sure, I, I don't disagree with that. But, uh, <laughs> that is what happened.
0: Oh my god. Um, so he he. Uh, you know, so this is a bit of a pickle, and, you know, Enoch does kind of wake back up. And Enoch basically explains that because he's been... There's, there's this assassin, uh, Chronicron, who's designed purely for... And we've seen this guy, like, do these rings that he kind of steps on and teleports to him, and we've seen yeah. him be kind of a badass, um, in a kind of cheesy sci-fi way. Uh, he explains that basically this means that to Chronicron, he he is now worthless. He The, the name Enoch now means nothing. And there's a great line here, because the, the one person at the, the, the poker table that died... Uh, or or was it blackjack well, space blackjack or poker whatever they're playing I can't remember which one was which but he's like oh what's that smell and Enoch says uh, it's the stench of the name Enoch as his head's like on the table just kind of being miserable and, yeah it's uh, quite funny and I also liked that during this, like, once Fitz realizes that it's uh, sulfur, it's mostly sulfur in this alien dude's blood. He actually he's got an arm ripped off, and you can see him in the background just like pasting the end of the arm like on the door to like to yeah. make it to, you know to make it combustible. I uh, just I don't know that was really funny to me. Um, but he has to give you know this speech of like no 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 don't, don't be down like no we are kind of friends like no no you, that's what friends are for that's you know he, he kind of gives him purpose again because. Because Enoch's like, no, I've lost my purpose. You know, my my standing and my planet is is gone.
1: And it's like, just uh, make your own purpose.
0: We can we can rebel. We could, we could be renegades together, and uh, yeah. So uh, and then of course that ties into where the other plot ends up. So we'll rewind. Very,
1: very neatly, yes.
0: So we'll rewind, and we have Sky and Simmons, Piper Davis, they're all at argue with each other because of what Simmons just did, where she jumped them here against her will. And Sky's ready to just turn the ship around and just start making their way home. However, the little dude from Twin Peaks to Return pops up on the TV and is like, "Yeah, you've docked with our planet. We have to come on and inspect the ship. And they're like... She's
1: would- like, just, just, we'll just head out. He's like, okay. you're in the system. I like, said, oh, we'll just take out the system. No. It's like, fine, no, well
0: board the ship. We'll deal with this. And sure enough, they do. And this alien assassin, this Chromicon, Jumps out and yeah, because they
1: mentioned Fitz's name,
0: because they mentioned Fitz to show his photo, and this is kind of the, the real first sign to them that oh, we're actually on a trail. Like, no, it's like here, someone's seen him, they know who he is, yeah. and also his name means something because he's like, don't say that name. Um, <laughs> why did you say that name? Uh, <laughs> but my favorite part of this <laughs> scene is when the, the hunter, uh, he's, he's got, you got a bit of a standoff, he's actually knocked down uh, Sky at this point, and simmons is being more of a badass than usual and she's like going to die for a gun and she does a little bit of an action dive and it's actually fairly impressive compared to what we typically see simmons do and just as she gets her gun and she's about to like end her big heroic moment davis just sneaks up behind him and hits him in the back of the head what a prick so, so they have him handcuffed, but he gets out later. And why does he get out later? So there's a set-up early on with Fitz and, Fitz and Enoch where Fitz is really hungry. Apparently no one's eating space because everyone's hungry in this episode. Yeah. Even though there's animal crackers on board. We, we, we've confirmed there's animal crackers on the Zephyr. But he he, he goes to eat this, this. It's like a... It's like a... it's like c- Colourful, rainbow-coloured, like... I'd almost call them like hard-shell villavon. Oh, not villavon, is that... Ravioli, that's what I'm going for. Like the little pouches, these little blue, green, pink, purple. All, this,
1: this is something that will not really translate outside of Britain, but you know, ice gems. No. What? Okay, maybe they don't, maybe they didn't even get to Scotland. They're, they're little <laughs> biscuits, and they have uh, like hard icing swirls on the top. It very much looked like the the icing swirls is, is what they look like. Now it was making me
0: think of like Italian food, where it's like. Little, you know, mm. pasta that's like sort of folded and sealed. Yeah, I, I get it. With a yeah. filling. But, like, a bit more candy looking because it's, like, Well, great that, that's why it reminded me yeah. of the,
1: the ice gems. If, it, if but, anyone wants to Google that, they'll, they'll, they'll understand. So, Fitz
0: is going to eat one, and Enoch's like, no, 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 no. The Terrans can't handle that, especially not on an empty stomach. Right? And it's like, okay, that was clearly set up for something. And sure enough, because they detract where the ship went from the previous location, Sky and that show up. And Davis is so hungry that he starts just gulping these things down
1: and, and passing them around
0: yeah and they're kind of like oh yeah sure we'll have one and they go so then we get an extended sequence the, the rest of their plot before they get to the end is basically sky and and simmons tripping acid as they enter the casino and i've seen very mixed reactions to this online just for, just from a cursory glance some people love this some people hate this Let me tell you, I loved every goddamn second of everything that went on with these two.
1: I I did too, but I can understand why people didn't. I can see very clearly people go, hey, we've only got 13 episodes. This feels like a waste of time. I can understand that. They're wrong, but I
0: can understand it. They're wrong, but I can understand
1: it. I, 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 I can see the logic. But yeah, no. Because the music just... was great.
0: when Sky eventually starts fighting towards the end of this section, like, and she's kind of like groggy, so she's doing like okay, but you know, it's it's kind of impressive <laughs> yeah. the shit at the same time. Uh, the, the, the synth music that was p- pumping out at that point was really good. Oh, that was great. Uh, yeah. But you've you've got them like you know you, you got all the, the the lighting effects as they're walking down the hallway and then they're at the bar and like and then they're under the table. I, I thought they were just doing a really good job, like acting really silly with each other, like, um. Where I mean, I'm sure you love the Harry Potter referencing when Sky is like, Oh, what house are you in? Gryffindor's like, I am a Ravenclaw girl. Like,
1: yeah, I thought that was pretty obvious. I, I think <laughs> Sky needs to uh, do, some, uh, do some extra reading.
0: For the record, I did not think that was obvious in any way, shape, or form.
1: I'm, I'm fairly confident to any Harry Potter fan, it was it was very obvious. I
0: am not a Harry Potter fan.
1: No, I know you're not. That's what I'm saying so to, I, to anyone I, who was. So
0: I sympathise with Skye Sky in this scene when she says, you had nerd face.
1: Yeah. But the problem is the way that scene was playing it, it felt like Skye knew what she was talking about. <laughs> but, but she clearly didn't.
0: Literally your argument any way, shape or form doesn't hold up because she's tripping ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it doesn't help. Because um, either she
0: she does know and it's like the acid's affected her, so that's why she's she's making a mistake, or she doesn't know, but she sounds so confident because she's on acid.
1: That's more likely, I think.
0: Yes, so you know, like I think that's right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I actually, really like the fight scene. Like when, when she uh, has to go, and she's like, "It's ladies night, boys," and she just kinda, she's just kind of she's kind of stumbling, but she's still like ducking and. It was actually a really impressive little fight scene, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it was very much like uh, you know the drunken kung fu stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of what it reminded me of shambling around but it was so effective and really well shot and choreographed
0: yeah no, I, I uh i enjoyed it uh and then Simmons hearing the high-pitched thing you know wants to try and you know thinks that she maybe thinks fits. it's a dolphin yeah
1: well she it's thinks a she or or fits. yeah
0: yeah and she she gets back and then obviously Fitz blows the door off they see each other it's this big dramatic moment and all of us Fitzsimmons fans are all like, oh! And then the hunter dude, his teleporting power just he pops out of nowhere, grabs Fitz and teleports away. And it's like, damn
1: you, Shield! <laughs> what have you done to me, Shield? It's not I know, it's like, can you stay together for five minutes? Like, it's not that hard. It is funny because
0: I've seen complaints that they overdo the, the Fitzsimmons, like, trying to get to each other a little bit. And. I actually think this episode in true S.H.I.E.L.D. form has advanced the plot enough that the pacing still feels really good to me. And the reason being is that the one key difference here is that they now, know, they now both know, like, she's seen him, she knows he's here, that he's safe, or not safe, but he's alive, and she yeah. can get to him. He knows that she's looking for him, and the, the, the things have changed. It's not just about getting to cryosleep now. Like, there's something yeah, else love, going on. I
1: love when Enoch sees her and he's like, wait, wait what? What are you doing here? You shouldn't be here.
0: Yeah, so Enoch's going to be with the, the, the team now and Fitz is off yes. with, with the villain, dude. So, um, no. I mean, I, I had a lot of fun with this one. I, I think I liked how it... it, it Like, it it took its time and some people may have a problem with the pacing from that point, but I actually really liked how it essentially took two pairs of characters and kind of let them bond in different ways. And it's like... I probably care a lot more about, you know, I mean, I like t a lot, but I probably care more about him now after this episode because they gave him some, a little bit of plot and they gave him some development and some personality and what things mean to him, bizarrely. And then Sky and Simmons, you know, they have some odd bonding moments. And given how they've been fighting, they've they've never
1: had all that much together, uh, the pair of them. Not, not really, uh, as an individual. It was, uh, you know, as an individual, yes. Well, no, no, as an individual pairing, more, you know, uh, as, as opposed to, uh, the group of you know uh, Sky with Fitzsimmons, you know, uh, you know, just one on one. Yeah, um, but no, I, I like the
0: time it took for both of those plots, and uh, I, I just thought both of them were fun, and maybe it helps that I like the characters a lot.
1: But yeah, that definitely helps. I um I really liked how the two, you know we we talked how you know, all the episodes so far have had you know okay we're doing two plots, and they've been very you know, consistent with that. Uh, I I heard, uh, you know last episode. Um, we had you know space and Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was nice just to go right all in on space and, and kind of just kind of it felt really focused in that regard because they were so close together.
0: Joe, Joe's funny about it. If you went back to season one and said, "By the way, there's going to be a scene in season, season six where we're in space and Sky and Simmons have eating some alien acid stuff, space acid, and they're, they're they're tripping." Like you'd be like, "What? That's not this show. We talk about." <laughs> you,
1: you could say that about pretty much any part of this show now. I so, said, hey, imagine that in season one, because this, like, this, this is a full on, you know, space opera stuff going on here with, you know, ships and other planets and the gambling yeah. and you know, oh, yeah, all I, that's I, going on. Yeah,
0: that this felt super like, you know, low key mass effect. We're on a planet and there's like gambling and sh- stuff that we're exploring. Yeah. You know, it was giving me those kind of vibes. Uh, which is which is fine which is good uh, I, I like it yeah, feeling this different
1: it's it's so different but I, I'm very much all for it
0: yeah, and then the, the the tag scene though at the end uh, we do go back to Earth and that's kind of what they've been doing they did it in the first episode where we saw Fitz for the first time at the end in the post tag uh, yeah but,
1: so this will be what we follow next
0: episode I assume. yeah this and I could see there being no space stuff next episode or I could see them having just uh, no FETS but we'll have Enoch in the group
1: uh, that is possible.
0: Or it may just be Fitz. Maybe we'll go back to it. It seems to make I, more sense I, I to go with the grip, hide though. You Fitz first. Yeah, you hide Fitz first because he's the one that's like mysteriously been kidnapped. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, But yeah, so the tag is uh, Sarge, and he fires his big, weird, cannony thing into the sky. And what's interesting to me uh, is it feels like, okay, they're, they're, it seems like they are eventually going to ruin the planet, but. This wasn't the device. that's just going to do that. They basically track and map out the planet in some way, and they've got like uh, these
1: beacons of interest all over the globe. And I, yeah, it felt for it felt to me. I got an impression they were that he, you know, they kept talking about stars, right? Like, oh, how many stars does this place have? Um, but and when they show up, it was like, oh, it felt maybe they were talking about satellites.
0: You think they were mapping uh, satellites?
1: I think it's possible, yeah. I feel like it
0: would, that's perfectly plausible. I feel that's like one of the more boring options. I I was getting the impression the the two things that I was thinking of was one um to to borrow a, a term from uh, legends uh as they were tracking acronyms of some kind. Acronyms. Acronyms, yes. But you know that, that's why they they go from planet to planet as they're looking for. Thing, or things that stick out, things that stick out, or maybe they're looking for specific types of people that have came from elsewhere. Or and here's where I get kind of wacky. Here is that it seems like the hunter. The remember we we'll talked about why the hunter was hunting Fitz, but the one bit of information that's implied here is that maybe he's hunting Fitz because he shouldn't exist because he says he died on Earth. So this this sort of leftover time, you know, like time remnants. Yes, he's he's taking him out because it's against the natural order, and that's why he wants to kill so- Fitz. Is
1: this new Comic-Con the Black Racer? Essentially.
0: So I was thinking that what if this actually thematically ties in to what's going on with Sarge and that? And I was thinking that this is how we get to Deke. That Deke's actually one of the people that they might hunt if that's what they're doing. I don't know if they are hunting people, but if they are, is that what leads us to Deke? That Deke shouldn't technically exist because the timeline's
1: been completely changed. No, I can see that as as a possibility. Um... I mean, it feels like he doesn't exist anyway, but so... If... Or, are those the type of people that, that
0: they recruit? Or people who are, like, time remnants?
1: <laughs> yeah, could be. Um, be interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm not entirely sure what they're doing. Like I said, there's there's really not actually that much to go on from this scene.
0: Yeah, because he, a... he, he just says, uh, could, could seen worse, seen better, you know? Yeah. Could be better, could be worse. Uh, implying that, that it's been worse than other planets has been better than other This, this is kind of average. Yeah, because um, yeah, that's the same thing he says about the stars, uh, which I I took to mean he was talking about stars. But if they're coming from different eras, I'm wondering if like some of the different Earths of planets they've been to, if if maybe like the sky is just more blank. Like maybe it is just kind of this depressing. <laughs> like there's like four stars in the sky. The it's, is uh,
1: it's not implausible.
0: I don't know. We'll see. But I, I know. I was, I was, I was intrigued. I'm intrigued by what they're doing. They're, they're, they're yeah, keeping definitely. their cards close to their chest with what their motivations are right now. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to finding I'm, out I'm, more.
1: I'm still uh, interested in this group, and that goes beyond just it having Coulson's face at, at the head of it.
0: Oh yeah, um, I, I like um, Big Guy and Snowflake. At least so far, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed th- their involvement in what they've been doing, especially when they're fighting me and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely. Um. No, oh, uh, So that's episode 3 of Shield. Uh So as always let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. You can like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything else we do, you can go to patreon.com slash tv. We can support us for a dollar per month and keep all the reviews coming. Uh, but otherwise that is us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV guys. Have you got any vanilla?